Well, we have reached the retirement part of the NFL season. What I mean by that, Killian White, sharpshooter, it's me, Dave, is that, you know, it's not over yet, right? And Like, when you get to retirement in real life, your life's not over yet. You're getting towards the end, like the last golden years. We're in the golden weeks of the NFL for the 2022 season before the playoffs, right? So the, We so, are, yeah. So, yeah, we're in the but retirement you, part of the season. It's always a great analogy when you have to explain it for 30 seconds, right? Yeah. So, anyway. To expand on that analogy, uh, in the league me and Dave are in, I just missed the playoffs. So, I'm, reti- I'm in, baby. I'm retiring with too little money. I'm probably going to have to keep working. Yeah, you are going to have to keep working. Exactly. I, I'm in though, baby. But yeah, that's good. I like that. We kind of bounced off of each other. Okay, before we get in here and preview week 15 of the NFL, go against the spread for every single game. Shout out to our sponsor, our good friends at FanDuel Sportsbook, the only place we bet on the NFL and all other sports. Week 15 of the NFL, perfect time if you aren't in on the party yet with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Go ahead and download it because right now, if you're a new customer, you're going to get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So this is the time to strike in week 15 of the NFL. Use our promo code BOX at sign up to get that. B-O-X at sign up for your no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's right. Get that first bet in for free and that can be anything. It can be money line, point spreads, player props, uh, live bets. We do lots of those. Um, and another thing that's great about FanDuel, I mean, recently there's been some bad beats. We'll get into those a little bit later. Uh, but, you know, they're, they're looking out for you. They'll insure those sometimes. And if you have a bad beat, someone gets injured early in the game, uh, they've been refunding that. I just got some refunds yesterday for uh, that. Kyler that, Murray, Kyler wasn't Murray, it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and they don't always do that, but they do do that from time to time because they are good people there at FanDuel. And one thing you did not mention that I always like to tell people is people are always like, well, how fast can I get my money when I win? Typically, not every time, but the majority of the time, I can tell you it's in my PayPal account within 10 minutes of cashing out. It comes back quick to you, your profits. So make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. And remember to use that promo code BOX for your no-sweat first bet. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. It's Dave O and Killian White's KC Press Box, powered by FanDuel. The KC Press Box, where you get the sports headlines that you care about. Plus, learn to make cold, hard cash with the Sportsbook 101 that teaches you every aspect of sports investing. The lineup is ready, the players are set, and now, let's head to the KC Press Box with your hosts, Dave O and Killian White. Well, Killian, sharpshooting Killian, I need you to be a friend and say it right now. All right, all right. Say, say, you know what I want you to say? I need you to say it. I'm going to go, Daddy's staying hot. Daddy is staying. Can you say it one more time with a little more sensuality in your voice? I need a little, I need a, Daddy's hot. Uh, Daddy's hot. There you go. (laughs) I like how uncomfortable you get when I make, Daddy is hot, baby. I'm the lock of the week right here. Daddy, of course, being me, the cat dad and and, uh, the dad, the stepdad, hopefully in the future to my girlfriend's kids. Um, But yeah, Daddy is, is smoking hot right now. 40 and 20 now on the lock of the week here with FanDuel Sportsbook on the KC Press Box. 40 wins, 20 losses. We could round up to 67% because that is literally 66.7% or was it 66.667? repeating. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Math. But yeah, we are effing hot as evidenced by when we told you this just last week. Hit the clip. 
Killian, did you know we're having a threesome here in the KC Press Box? Me and you? No, no, not you and I. No, we are not involved in the threesome. I'm talking about you, pervert. I was talking about a three-team seven-point teaser in the NFL. This is going to propel us to 40 wins and 20 losses. We're going to hit this. We're going the Kansas City Chiefs this week all the way down to minus two. We're going the Buffalo Bills at minus three against the Jets. And we're taking the Bengals with their full allotment of offensive weapons. We're getting the Bengals up to plus one and a half. There it is. Lock of the week. Three teams, seven point NFL teaser on FanDuel Sportsbook. The Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals. Let's go! Bam! Let's do it again this week, Killian. A lock later on in the show. But first, how you doing, man? How was your week? Uh, pretty good. I mean, the fantasy was kind of rough. I, like I said, didn't quite make the playoffs in uh, our league, but I got in another one. So uh, we're still looking good, still looking like we can make some money. And then uh, bet- betting's been all right. It was a pretty even weekend. I know you did a little better, right? Yeah, I ended up up on on the betting part of it. I had a I had just an absolutely horrible um, DFS result. I was in mm-hmm. great shape going into the uh, – the 305 and 325 games here on Central Time of the Week 14 slate. I'd, I'd already nailed uh, the lock, and I had a couple other teasers and money. It was a, we told you last week it was a great Moneyland parlay and teaser week, and it was. I, I yeah, hit every absolutely. single one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the two straights I ended up losing on last week, the only straights I lost on were I had the Steelers. Yep, that's and the one. And then who's the other one that I had? I had uh, who was the other one? There was another one I put in. The Texans. Uh, no, <laughs> I would have won on that one. Um, I forget the other one. I had a second game, and I, my brain's not working right now. But mm. oh, I know who. I'll try. I'm like choking live in the air. I was drinking a sip of Pepsi here. The Vikings. Mm-hmm. I had the Vikings at plus yeah, two and a half. Right, so those yeah. were the two locks, the two losses last week. But did hit that lock, did hit all the teasers. It was a profitable week. But let's talk speaking of bad beats and DFS and what happened. All started off here, my bad beat from week 14. So ended up missing the pay line uh, with DFS there on FanDuel by about three and a half points, give or take, depending on the cash game. I, I do cash games, you know, 50 50s, double ups, that kind of stuff, whatever they call them. Um, and um, I missed by anywhere from about. 2.9 points to about 4.8, depending on the contest. Mm-hmm. And I had DJ Moore, yeah, who didn't catch a ball. He had 0.6 points. He had six yards rushing. Did not catch a ball against Seattle's middle-of-the-road defense. You know defense. what the problem is? What? Well, Darnold's supposed to be well, good no, for I, him. That's the problem is I think I heard someone say last week that with Darnold back, he'd have a smash spot. <clears throat> did, me, oh yeah, smash spot. That's what did it. What did I tell you? And we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Anytime somebody says smash spot, just like uh, another example, um, I did have Derrick Henry in my lineups, and he looked like everyone was like smash spot, and he, and he comes out and he has ninety yards in the first quarter with a touchdown. I know you yeah. had him in yeah. season long, and literally at halftime, the dude had like hundred and twenty-two yards. He ended up like 126. He got yeah. like four yards in the entire second half because of stupid game script. It's like. It's unbelievable, and somehow Tennessee let Trevor Lawrence turn into Patrick Mahomes against him. Just pathetic. yeah, that was a wild one. That was embarrassing. But DJ Moore, I appreciate you getting me zero point six. Literally, all you had to do was catch two to three passes, maybe even one, if it was a decent gain, and I would have won. I sat there all afternoon, starting at three. I was a three twenty five kickoff. Yep. And just waiting and waiting and waiting, and it never happened. So I, I just want to really appreciate DJ Moore. That was really a great effort out there. You're just an elite wide receiver. I appreciate it. Not upset or anything. I'm not still angry. Yeah, I mean, as far as mine goes, I didn't have any uh, real bad beats as far as the lines and everything. But the the Monday night thing I did mention at the top of the show, uh, Fanduel paid us back the a little injury. bit for that. But yeah, Kyler Murray uh, first rush of the game gets uh, injured on a non contact. We found out now he's torn his ACL. Um, 
but yeah, no, I mean, I had a, a pretty big bet with uh, Hunter Henry over receiving and him over rushing, and it was, I mean, looked great. And uh, then obviously didn't happen because of Kyler, but uh, you know. Can I talk about another bad beat that I had? Sure. Does it count if I was driving to Kansas to oh. put in a bet on the Sunday night game and I was going to take uh, the Chargers who would have won, so I would have won money on that? Does it count that for the, you know, driving 25 years, you know, just 41 here, I'll tell my age, you know, backing out of my driveway in my brand new car that I'd waited six months to, had to, you know, it was being built by Ford. I got it about six months ago, loving the car. Never been in a wreck, Killian. Backing up to go to Kansas and for the first time ever, the neighbors across the street had a friend visiting with a big ass truck parked on the street i backed right into it screwed up the rear quarter panel on my car never got to drive over to kansas to put that bed in and i won't have my car back for probably a month uh, to maybe longer by the way i do want to give a shout out we have a new listener who actually works at carstar and lee summit devin and we'll take a carry out there so devin thank you hey, thanks, uh, devin. devin's huge into sports betting so of course nice. when i'm out there he's looking at my car and i'm like how bad is it he's like well it's bad but it's not that bad we can get it fixed we'll make it look good and he made it easy for me and we talk, started talking about sports betting and he's going to listen to the show today so awesome. devin thank you at the carstar and lee summit but yeah that, that counts as a bad beat right oh absolutely i mean <laughs> that's that, yeah it, it's its own category but 100 a bad beat uh, <laughs> missing the bet and having to get a rental a be- for six weeks would have been four- a better story if it like prevented you from losing a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it still would cost you money in the yeah, end. Yeah, because the rates go up. Right, but yeah. Also, I mean, uh, I'm just kind of surprised. Every car I've been in as new as yours, like there's a million whistles and well, alarms and everything. Like, did they not, was so, it not freaking out? So here's the problem. Yes, there is. You're right. So here's the problem. I was dialing my mom or his mm. dad. I remember who it was. I think dad. As I was backing up, I was dialing him while I was backing up. It was ringing. So mm. I'm guessing that it just doesn't go off because it's ringing or it just wasn't as loud. Normally, yes, normally I would have gotten a... The whole thing was just a fluke. Like, yeah. no one's ever parked there. I never call when I'm going in reverse. I usually check better. Like, it's ultimately my fault but it's just that's what's so frustrating and i feel bad for the other dude as well because he got a couple grand of damage to his car his is still very drivable mine's mm-hmm. not but uh, i do feel bad about that so yeah but well, you know it was my first accident you know that's why they call them accidents and i made it 25 years so you know that's that's a pretty good run right for no yeah, accidents not bad at all. so um okay three main takeaways from week 14 i'll let you start this time okay uh so i mean the lines are really good at home i think that that's kind of because mm-hmm. And Jared Goff is, too. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm trying to break down, like, because, you know, there's been a tale of two, like, Lions this season, two mm-hmm. Lions teams. And I think that that's the best way to break it down is just that the Lions are really good at home, and then they're not very good at all when they get away from home. Uh, Remember his first, like, three games, the, the, Lions, the Goff hadn't scored the Lions offensive point outdoors, and then they yeah, went nuts. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, overall, I, I think that um, the – the Vikings, uh, I mean, it's kind of the house of cards we talked about. They're too good. We've been saying all year. The record's too good for what they are. Um, but I don't know. I, I think that this isn't uh, This isn't really – it doesn't make them look as bad as it might seem. Like, I think the Lions are – they were favored. They are on top right now. They're doing well. I mean, Vikings are still going to win the conference. But, uh, but yeah, the Lions – The conference or the division? The division, sorry. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no sorry, I misspoke. We're going to fight about that if you Thanks say – Thanks for – no, not going to get that hot on the takeaway. <laughs> All right, uh, number two, um, as of this week, I think you got to say that the Eagles are the team to beat in the NFC. I don't know. I mean, the Vi- the sorry, uh, the Vikings, yeah, not. Um, but the 49ers, they've, the got, Cowboys. they've got Brock Purdy, who's now kind of hurt. Debo's hurt. He, they think he'll be back in time for the playoffs. But, I mean, 
that's definitely an issue there. It's and a matter then, of time until McCaffrey gets hurt. The again. Cowboys, I mean, you can say you know they didn't take this game as seriously as they needed to. They should have won by more. All that is true, but like the the real concerning thing is that uh, vintage Dallas. They always do this. Well, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, we thought maybe this should be different, but the real concerning thing is how many points their defense let up. Like to let that many points up to the Texans. I mean, Dude, they were lucky they won that game. Oh no, for sure they were down for three quarters. As were the Chiefs, which we'll talk yeah. about in a bit. Mm-hmm. And what's your third? Yeah, oh, third one. Uh, on to the Chiefs. I will definitely get to the negative, but I'll, to focus on the positive for just a second, I just want to say we are so much better than the Broncos. Holy crap! Like we, I mean, to to play like we did and to Russell have the best game of his season and to still beat them. Like I mean, like we did everything wrong, we still won. Yeah, they tried to hand it to him. Yeah. Um, okay, so my th- I agree with you on that. My three main takeaways. Um, you know, one of them, I have almost the exact thing. I still believe though, Killian. I still believe the Eagles ultimately don't. Win the NFC. Mm. I can see why you know you would say they are the favorites, and we both talked time and time again. You know they've had the easiest schedule in the NFL. Mm. Um, but with that said, all you can do is is win the games that are on the schedule, and yeah, they've been absolutely. doing that, and, and they're taking care of business. And to be honest with you, Killian, they're winning with authority almost every week. It's not like they're squeaking by like the Chiefs did against the Broncos or or pissing games away like they did against the Colts. I mean, right. like like. So the Eagles have added a they're to me they're more dangerous than ever because they've added a couple run stuffers including yeah. my boy from Nebraska and Dominican Sue. So the defense mm-hmm. that was kind of the weakness of their defense. They have a top 5 unit in the NFL especially now. You could kind of run it on before but it's going to be a lot more difficult now especially as those guys get in shape and play more snaps as we head towards the playoffs. The the offense just looks I mean I mean you know, I think it's time that people start recognizing Devontae Smith as one of the more underrated wide receivers mm-hmm. in the NFL. We all hear about A.J. Brown and even Dallas Goddard when he's healthy. Uh, you know, Miles Sanders, you hear about Hurts running, yeah. but nobody ever talks about Devontae Smith. He's kind of like the Brandon Ayuk, like really good wide receiver two on a really good team that would be a wide receiver one on probably two-thirds of the teams in the NFL. Right. Um, so that's one thing. But I, 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 my number one takeaway is just that the Eagles – the Eagles are probably better than I gave them credit for a few weeks ago. I still don't know. I still don't know if they're the. I don't. I don't know if I think they're the favorites. So you, you know, I've been a 49ers right. guy all year. Yeah. This does confuse things with the Purdy thing, and if Garoppolo comes back, and is Debo going to come back, and will McCaffrey end up staying healthy? Like they've got massive problems there. So, and then Dallas. I do think it's a three horse race. I think it's Dallas, yeah. the 49ers, and mm-hmm. the Eagles, and I'm not. Ready. I, I still don't think the Eagles win the NFC. I just have a weird feeling about it. But I am also willing to admit that they're pretty damn good. And that, you know, I for me saying, you know, a lot of it's an easy schedule, I need to give them more respect because they've been playing, they've been dominating and bitch slapping almost mm-hmm. everybody they play. It's a, yeah. it's a damn good team. So you could be right. I'm, I, I still like the Niners. If if I knew they were gonna, if I knew Garoppolo was gonna be healthy by mm-hmm. the second round of the playoffs, and Debo is gonna, if, if the Niners were at full strength, I would take the Niners because I still yeah. prefer their defense, and mm-hmm. I think that they, offensive weapon wise, it's probably a wash to be honest. But I, you know, because Hurts is much better than Jimmy Garoppolo, but I'd still take McCaffrey over, um, you know, over Miles Sanders, Miles Sanders and I'd still take Kittle over Goddard, and you know, I would well, say Debo and I. Is Goddard done for the season though, or is he gonna I, be back? I think he's back. But they still like towards the end. But then I still like I still probably like Debo and Ayuk over Brown and Smith by a smidge. Um, but they're comparable. So yeah, props to the Eagles for taking care of business. Number two, I mean Killian, how did you not mention this? The Raiders are absolutely pathetic. Like they had to just kick them out of the league. These guys suck. I mean Josh McDaniels, how is this guy not fired by now? Yeah, in the same month, Killian. 
in the same month. And you and I got screwed. This was your bad beat. Yeah. Both oh, of yeah. us got screwed. This should have been our bad beats, actually. We, we forgot because it was a Thursday oh, night that's game. that's right, yeah. But, I mean, we, we had them on the money line with our same game parlays. They're up 13 with, what, six minutes left? They yeah. give up a touchdown. They go, like, three and out. They don't go for it on fourth and the ball's length. They punt it back and somehow let Baker Mayfield with no timeouts go 97 yards in a minute and 20 with stupid penalties and in a safe, like two safeties on one side of the field and not one on the other, yeah. letting Van Jefferson, the safety in the we middle of the, the wrong uh, side. The post game interview where he was like, I can't believe they're in press coverage. Like, that was ridiculous. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. But I mean, they, they are pathetic. In the same month, he's lost to a guy who'd been on the team for like two sleeps. The guy <laughs> literally had spent the night two nights with as a member of the Rams. And goes, and then he lost to Jeff Saturday, who had never yeah. even was a coach. The guy was on the freaking couch the week before watching the game, and then he beats the Raiders. And then the Raiders have blown three seventeen-point leads. On top of that, yeah. this team is—they ought to just eliminate him from the league. They're—they're they're pathetic. <laughs> move him to the USFL. Move somebody else up. It is absolutely time to talk relegation. <laughs> embarrassing. And once again, you and I—the one team all yep. year oh, that we yeah. always get wrong—it does not matter what we do. Go against us when we make our predictions later today. If we have the same one, go against us if it involves the. Raiders. We never get them right. We thought they were a lock to win the damn game, which they should have been. Yeah. Again, we lose them again. It's like, dude, I, I don't get it. I, I hate the freaking Raiders. Third thing, we've been telling you since preseason, we, we, we have to mention it once a show, we, we called the Vikings winning the NFC North. Yep. We've also been telling you they're frauds since week four in the, in the big picture, and you kind of mentioned it, but um, on display again, the 34-23 to loss to Detroit. There's no possible way this team makes it past the divisional round in the NFC. I yeah. mean, here's a, okay. Here's a good here's a good example of the Eagles versus the Vikings because both of them have kind of had softer schedules. Yeah. But the Eagles have beaten these teams and, and with authority. They've only had one game where they I think it was was it Jacksonville the one they barely, Jacksonville's better than people think they are. Was that the one that they barely won at the very end? Was that Jacksonville like three weeks the ago Eagles? when Hertz had the the touchdown on fourth and goal from like the six the rushing touchdown to win it? The Eagles came from behind. I think it was I Jacksonville think so. yeah. or was the Colts. Uh, there was two or three weeks. It might have been the Colts because like there was uh, they lost to the Commanders and then they were kind of shaky for yeah. a couple weeks and then now they're back. And here. they struggled against the Texans. Yeah. So there was there was a three week stretch where they were kind of in a slump. But but here's the difference: the Vikings have been doing that like every week, and they've lost more games. Like right. the difference is the Eagles are on a different level. The Eagles are way better than the Vikings. So while they both have played soft-ish schedules. The Eagles are taking care of business, and the Vikings are not. They're frauds. They suck. I mean, they don't suck, but they're not a real threat yeah. in the NFC. It is a three-horse race. It's the Eagles. It's the 49ers. It's the Cowboys. Now, before we move on to Week 15, let's quickly talk about the Chiefs. They're 34-28 dub at Denver. Uh, Patty threw three interceptions on this one. I believe that was the first time in his career. I didn't check that, but I'm almost positive. I think so, yeah. Um, but <clears throat> Willie Gay picks off Russ for a 47-yard house call. Uh, that was a big, obviously a big moment of the game. Put him up three scores early. Right. Um, but I think even knowing, and this is even knowing that, you know, we'd muffed a punt against Indianapolis and gave him a short field. We missed a field goal. We had a stupid taunting. We played awful in the Indianapolis game. I still think they played worse on this game. Yeah. Because I think the Broncos are just so much worse than the Colts or the Chiefs mm -hmm. that, like, if the Chiefs would have played this way against pretty much any other team in the NFL, they'd probably still would have beat the Texans. It would have maybe probably the Raiders somehow because yeah. the Raiders suck. <laughs> that, there's maybe like five teams in the NFL the Chiefs would have beaten on Sunday the way they played. I mean, Mahomes was awful. This, this was yeah. kind of like he was in the second half against the Bengals. I mean, a different kind of quote-unquote choke or bad play. Yeah. But, like, for whatever reason, I just thought they tried to give this game away. The The Broncos scored their season high in points. Like you said, Russ was moving the ball. They had a couple long drives. Um, you know, it's the Chiefs kept turning the ball over. 
they were just it was just it was sloppy it was it was bad man i mean you agree with that right i mean weren't you kind of like didn't you feel kind of lucky the oh, sheets yeah, won even knowing as knowing as bad as denver is didn't you feel a little bit lucky about that yeah i mean we were up so much at the beginning and then just to watch it kind of melt away it was it, it was definitely uh scary and i mean i listened to the mahomes post game interview a little bit and he made the point that he's like you know we were lucky today there's, there's not many times as a quarterback that you can throw three picks and get out with a win no and so you know especially on the road yeah, in a, in a and, division game too they, they all realize that and i mean every game every quarterback's gonna have bad games it was good that it happened against the broncos i guess but but yeah i mean it's a little concerning for sure yeah. Well, is this the week Buffalo loses? The Chiefs, of course, uh, need the Buffalo to lose and went out probably to get that mm-hmm. one seed. Um, is this the week? Buffalo has three more losable games here in the last four. Let's dig into it. I'm going to be in Vegas for this entire slate. I'm heading out later tonight, Killian, so I'll be watching these games at the Westgate Sportsbook. All these games, Thursday to Monday. I'm coming back late Monday evening, so I'll be out for the entire slate. I love that we have Saturday games this week. We have oh, an all day. What a perfect week to be in uh, Vegas, honestly. Did they just Yeah, did they just randomly do that because of the Christmas Eve and they're playing a I whole think, bunch well, of games there, next Saturday? There's always a couple weeks where, but usually it's like I don't think it's this playoffs, early, though. It? Yeah. This seemed very random to me. I, I had no idea until I looked at the slate. Yeah, because I know next week there's a lot of Saturday games. And just too, so everybody but... knows, too, we're, we're recording this a day early on Wednesday, so... I'm just going to be honest with you. We don't know injuries in some key places yet. We don't know the quarterback situation for the Niners or Baltimore, for example, or some other places. Um, and lines haven't completely settled yet. So I'm just going to tell you we're going to do our best on this slate. I think we'll be just fine. I think we'll be just as effective as normal. But I'm just telling you there's an outside chance that some stuff could change between now and, and Saturday or Sunday. So I'll just update you on the few that I have right now. Yeah, go ahead. So uh, Ken Walker expected to play Thursday. Yep. So he'll be back. Debo Samuel's out three weeks. So, yeah, no surprise there. Uh, Renfro and Walker or Waller sorry, are designated to come back from IR for Las Vegas. I thought they were both out for the year. Designated return. I don't know if that necessarily okay. means that they will. But uh, Lamar Jackson not seen at practice today. Okay. Again, so he's probably out for one more week, I would say at least. Yeah, and Huntley uh, with a concussion probably right, yeah, won't play. We probably don't know for not. sure yet, so yeah. we don't know who the hell's going to play quarterback for the Ravens. And then it says DJ Moore is practicing today. Oh, great. That's, maybe Very he'll good. show up to practice. I'm glad he showed up to practice today because he didn't show up in the damn game on Sunday. Thank, hey, you know what? I'm glad you're getting that practice. And you better you know, practice just standing there because they're not going to throw you the ball. Practice your run blocking because they're just going to hand it to Dante Foreman and Raheem Blackshear and Chubba Hubbard. Let's just give it. Let's, let's make sure we get Chenault involved, too. Let's just, you know, don't worry about DJ Brown. Or not DJ Brown. DJ Moore. Who the hell is DJ Brown? Mm-hmm. AJ Brown or Antonio Brown. Mixed you know a lot DJ. of DJs working in radio. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We know a lot of DJs. We're working a building full of them here at the radio station. DJ Brown. All right, week 15, let's dig in, starting with Thursday night, tomorrow night. All right, tomorrow night, and I, as I just backed out of the FanDuel on accident. That's okay, I'll tell you um, about the promo code box while you okay. reopen it. Don't forget at sign up, if you have not signed up for a FanDuel Sportsbook account, I'd just be in the state of Kansas at sign up, use the promo code box, and then your first bet will be no sweat, up to 1000 bucks. That means you get 1000 bucks back in free bets, up to that. Up to that, whatever you bet up to a thousand bucks, you get back in free bets if your first bet doesn't lose with our promo code box at sign up. And you just for those who don't know, you just make your bets in Kansas. Uh, doesn't matter where you live. I live on the Missouri side. I drive over to Kansas, find a CD parking lot, uh, put the bets in, or go to a sports bar, go to someone's house, and then go back and your place in Missouri. Watch the games. You can cash out from anywhere. You don't have to be in Kansas to get your winnings either. So, just some info for those who don't know. Yeah. Did you get pulled back I did, up there? I did. How about I that delayed up. job? That's called a that's called a buying time. Did you like that? How oh, I did you that? Bought, you bought it wonderfully. Thank you. Um, okay, Seahawks at home for the Thursday night game, plus three and a half against the 49ers. Uh, it's sounding like Brock Purdy probably will play based on what we were reading beforehand. This game is in San Francisco, correct? No, it's at uh, the Seahawks. This is at yeah. Seattle. Okay. 
Okay, that's right. Yeah, the first, I remember the first plus time. Plus three I bet and, the and a half one. at home versus the 49ers, over under 43 and a half. So this is a game where it sounds like Brock Purdy is going to play, right? Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's a pain tolerance thing. He will get, what, you know, 10 days or nine days off um, after, after this, this game. Yeah. So on the back end, he'll have some more time to rest. Like you said, we know they have no Debo, so that's a pretty big loss. Um, you know, they're, they're still down, a, you know, uh, they're down, they, no Eli Mitchell. So, I mean, if McCaffrey can get his full workload, that shouldn't be a big deal because Jordan Mason's okay yeah. as a backup. But, you know, they still have Ayuk, they still have Kittle, um, they still have some of their other periphery receivers right there right, behind McLeod. them. Yeah, McLeod, yeah, hey, McLeod's a good player. He's a pretty good player. Punt yeah. returns, okay, I mean, in the yeah. special teams game, he's good. I like that kid. Um, this, this is a team, Seattle, that can absolutely not stop the run. It does not matter. They cannot stop the run. So this should, in theory, be a field day for Christian McCaffrey. It's too bad they don't have Elijah Mitchell. And I know that Mason's you know, probably not that much worse than Mitchell, but the experience Mitchell has and the explosiveness. But this should be a game where they can line up and run the football. They can dump it off to McCaffrey uh, in the short game as, as a safety blanket. Uh, they don't have Debo for that stuff. But we've seen, I mean, he, you know how Shanahan is. He'll get use check involved. He'll, he'll run all sorts of misdirection things. He'll find a way. Um, the half point, I hate you, you, our biggest pet peeve. And we probably need to get over that, by the way, the whole three and a half thing. But it is annoying because so many of these games go to overtime when, when they don't go for two and screw us in the last minute when we have a team minus two or something. And they all seem to go for the other team that scores. But they can go, you know, anyway, that's a different rant for a different day. The half point bothers me in this game, though, Killian. Um, the Niners, the, the Niners defense is mostly healthy. Um, Geno Smith, we we think Metcalf will be good to go. I mean, they're kind of everyone's banged up at this time of year. Yeah. We're just kind of assuming everyone's going to play, other than um, you know, obviously Debo Samuel. This game is tough to predict though, because while the Niners should be able to line up and just run the ball against Seattle, who cannot stop the run or put up resistance, as we saw again last week, and we've seen it all year. Um, you know, I don't know. I'm still I'm still nervous. I'm, I'm ultimately going to take the 49ers minus three and a half. Yeah, in this game, like. Walker being back helps a little bit for the for the Seahawks. And, man, Tyler Lockett is just absolutely on yeah. fire. Nobody's talking about his touchdown streak. Every damn week, the dude's getting in the end zone. They're finally it's, – it's nice that, uh, you know, we talked last year about how, how DK Metcalf had become a nobody mm-hmm. thanks to Russ Wilson, which we found that out now. It was never it was never Metcalf's fault. It was always Russ. So yeah. it's nice that Geno's gotten him back and making him a thing in the offense. And they've got 9,000 tight ends, whether it be Fant or Dizzley or whoever they use. they got plenty of weapons out there. But the Niners' defense is just good enough to – go on the road, get some stops, and assuming Brock Purdy takes care of the football, uh, the Niners should be good to go. So unless Brock Purdy's out, I'd be off of them. If we find out, I would not put this game in until an hour before kickoff. Wait for the inactives that pop an hour and a half before kickoff before you bet this. But assuming, and plus it might go down to three at that point. This game's right. not going well, to four. The way the juice is looking, it probably will go back to three. Yeah, if you can so, lock yeah. it in, unless it goes to three, then lock it in. Yeah. But otherwise, wait until the inactives come out. Because you don't want to play the Niners here if, if they're starting Josh Johnson. Yeah. You know, Agreed. so what are your thoughts? I mean, I kind of no, just talked a lot there. I like the, no, I like the 49ers too. Uh, I think that, yeah, the Seahawks are kind of on a downward trend. They're still playing okay, but they've lost a few in a row. It's not quite that, uh, not the, the that Geno magic that they had at the beginning of the season. What do we call it here? House of Cards on the show. It's been, yep. it, it's coming down now. It's, they're coming back. The, they're coming back to the mean now. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I think that that's why you got to ride with the 49ers. First of all, I think that probably um, George Kittle has a big game here, but yeah. I, I think they take it. And if you can get a three, I really like it. 
Yeah, I, th- I think the Niners' defense, I mean, they play a lot of zones, so it's possible that we see yeah. decent weeks and, and to, to a big week from a guy like Lockett. I mean, they've got some guys, you know, not just those two, Goodwin and some other, Godwin, or Goodwin, yeah, Goodwin, Goodwin yeah. some other guys on that uh, on that team that could that catch the ball as well. Yeah. So they uh, both have pretty good weapons offensively. Obviously, Geno Smith is, the, the, the Seahawks have the quarterback edge, and they yeah. have the home crowd. So this is, this is not a game I'm in love with. I don't love this game, yeah. but I think the right side is the 49ers. Depending yeah, on the quarterback, I agree. Play. And like part of my thinking too is just that Ken Walker's coming up, he, coming back, but he's like been a huge uh, difference maker for them. He has, and he's a little bit banged up, and he's playing like one of the best. But run good defenses. luck trying to run. So the that's ball my point is I don't, I just don't think he will be as effective as he's been with you know between the injury and between the defense he's playing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm with you. We'll we'll, we'll be on the Niners. I, I think you're with me. You like it, but don't love it, right? Yeah, pretty much. And if Purdy's out, are you on the Seahawks then? Yeah, I mean, we'll see how much that moves the line. But, yeah, it'd but probably, probably come down to one and a half, I bet. Yeah. Two. Yeah, at that point, probably take the home. Yeah. Uh, okay, next one, onto the noon slate. We've got Mike. Uh, Mike. Noon Nick, on Saturday, you mean? Yes, yeah, you're right. It's a, I think it's a noon 3.30 and 7. It's, just, it's, just, it's pretty you're glorious. absolutely right, yeah. It's going to be glorious. It's going to be nice. I'll be sitting in the sports book with that on and betting some college basketball at the same time. Yeah, what's your poor girlfriend going to do? Uh, probably break up with me. Yeah. Hey, enjoy the show. I'll see you in a couple of hours. <laughs> yeah. Go meet some friends. <laughs> okay. Uh, but no, Vikings Saturday noon game uh, minus four and a half at home versus the Colts. Uh, over under forty eight and a half. What is Jeff's last name this week? Uh, this is Jeff uh, Friday. Jeff this Friday. Week. Okay. Jeff Friday is the coach there of the uh, Colts. Okay. Um, you said four and a half. Four and a half for the Vikings at home. I mean, man, the Vikings just are not right at the moment, dude. That defense, we've been talking about their defense all year. It's just, it's not that great. I'm going to take the Colts here. This is this is a week of the underdogs, by the way. I forgot to mention that. I like a lot of underdogs this week. I think the Colts have a decent shot at winning this game outright. I, like, I, I don't know that I would necessarily take them on the money line for much, but I'm just telling you, the, that makes the four, what, four and a half, whatever it closes yeah. at, three and a half, whatever it ends up at. A strong play. Anything about a field goal is a strong play. And if it gets somehow below three, then you just take the Colts on the money line. It's not going to. Yeah. But I just think the Colts will be able to run the ball. I mean, they've got enough guys. You know, they're coming off a bye. They've got enough guys in the passing game between, um, you know, it is still Matt Ryan as far as we know, right? They're not switching back yeah, to full. Yeah, I think so. I mean, they've got enough guys between Pierce and, um, and Pittman. Pittman and, yeah. you know. Uh, what happened to Jack Doyle, by the way? I remember he was there know. for like is he 20 still years. Around? I don't know. They got Mo Ali Cox. But... I wonder if Jack Doyle's still in the league. I don't, I don't think know. he is. But anyway, this is random ADHD thought there. I like I liked the points here. I just I just don't think the Vikings are that good. I, I think the Colts will be able to run the football enough in this game, like Saturday once. The Vikings are, are suspect on defense. And the Colts have a better defense than we think they do. I yeah. mean, Justin Jefferson's probably going to get his against almost anybody. By the way, how disappointing was T.J. Hawkinson last week? Just not oh, doing yeah, much. I, thought he, he, I mean, Adam. Thielen I think he put up six the... for sixty. It was okay. Yeah, but just didn't do much against his old team. Yeah, right. Exactly. Dropped some passes. Wasn't great, but I mean, it's so the but Vikings definitely have more weapons. It seems to be every week though that it's like you know those the defense will try and scheme out Justin Jefferson. And it'll be a good week for these other guys, and it's, yeah, it's still Justin Sports Jefferson up. show. I mean, yeah, he's he's that good. He's that much of the premier guy. But I mean, yeah, yeah, I was hoping for a little bit more Hawkinson too. I'll take the Colts and the points here. Yeah, I, I the think Vikings probably win, but I I just can't bet on them at that. I'm number. with you. It's just too much. If I, under three, I might take the Vikings. I yeah, exactly. But. but uh, I mean, yeah, I think Jonathan Taylor is able to run on them quite a bit. I think, and that's I clearly think what f- Jeff Saturday likes to do. 40% chance the Colts won this game outright. Yeah. So if you're telling me that there's a 40% chance someone's going to win and I'm going to get four points, yeah. I mean, 
the chance of you covering it's probably like a 58% bet. Again, this is not a lock. Yeah. This is not a great bet. It's a good bet. You know, this is probably like a 58% yeah. game. Money lines at plus 180 if you want to get crazy. Okay. Okay. Next one, we've got the Saturday what is it? Saturday at 3:30. Yep. Acclimating myself with this new schedule. Oh, uh, it's great. Okay. <laughs> no, it's exciting for sure. All right, Cleveland Browns minus two and a half at home versus the Ravens with um Anthony Brown, was that the quarterback's yeah, name? Yeah, whoever it is. Yeah, Anthony Brown. Yeah. I mean, it's possible still. He knows DJ Brown. Yeah, exactly. It's possible still that Hunley is back in this game for the Ravens. We don't yeah. think Lamar is. Usually you're out at least a week with a concussion, but he could be back. It's possible, depending yeah. on, on what it is. Uh, you're probably right. It's probably doubtful. Especially with like the way. Okay, just quick sidebar. Why are there, is, is it me? Or like was there more concussions than ever this year? I feel like I've a never ton. seen so many people get up looking like dazed. And How about the concussion con- spotter mention, missing that? Uh, oh, that was terrible. Yeah. The Monday night. Who was it? That was uh, uh, Devontae Parker. Yeah. Because the NFL. Remember how Woozy Russ looked against the Chiefs? Yeah, that was his, bad. At least they got him out, but on his concussion, that, but that was bad. But that's my, but just like there's been so many people I feel like this year that like, stand up and are yeah outwardly concussed. It's like, very weird. Can't like stumble around, can't stand, don't look like they know where they're at. Like it's very weird. It's weird because every year we also hear, hey, the NFL, they have these new helmets. They're concussion. That's proof. what I was going to say. Concussion proof. You it know? makes you wonder: are these new helmets not as good they, as they uh, think? Yeah, is this some junk science, and they ended up going in the wrong direction? I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, who knows? I don't know. It's interesting though. But I, I don't. In this game, I just it's Wednesday. It's so hard to pick. We don't know who the quarterback is for the Ravens. If you ask me right now, if I'm assuming both Huntley and uh, and, and Lamar are out, I'm taking Cleveland and uh, Deshaun Watson here. Yeah, it's I, under a field goal. I mean, Deshaun looked a lot better. What are they all saying? College, you make the biggest progress from your first game to your second game in college football. I mean, it's, yeah. he's been gone for two years basically, so he made a big, many steps forward. Didn't really miss that many throws. Looked, you know, his decision making wasn't great at times, as we know on the field and also in the massage rooms. But uh, no, for real, I, I think I think Deshaun is able to come out and get the job done here. If 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 Hunley was a quarterback here, honestly, I would probably take Baltimore. Because yeah. Baltimore's defense, we talked about earlier, we picked on them earlier in the year in DFS and, and betting-wise, but their defense has gotten healthier. The secondary or the back end there for Baltimore is a lot better. It's a solid defense now. It's a normal Harbaugh-type defense that you field there. But, I mean, if you've got just some, you know, a guy with no NFL experience playing quarterback, it's in Cleveland. Um, you know, they, they're bringing out the white helmets. You see that? The white face masks? I did see that. Since, you know, of course, the Ravens are the old Browns. So there's never been a lot of love between these two teams. Um, so I'll, I'll take the Browns right now. Assume if Hunley plays, though, I think I would take Baltimore. You? Yeah, I'm. I'm probably with you on all that. I, the Browns. I'm taking the Browns, uh, especially with. It'll be a big Nick Chubb spot. I think. Brown. I yeah, think Chubb oh, goes sure. nuts in this game. Yeah, I mean, and I did see something. I mean, I get the little sleeper updates and stuff, and they mentioned that the head coach is talking about like getting um, Deshaun throwing downfield deeper more often. So I think that that's going to be kind of a priority. People's this. Jones season, dude. People's Jones season, and yeah, that secondary that has improved, but still kind of rough for the Ravens. I think they're going to try and pick on that. I need a massive week from David and Joku for my season long team. He had He's a nice been week last good. week. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Good. I need like I need like a twenty burger from him. Like I'm going against a guy that has freaking Jamar Chase, Aaron Jones, um, Jalen Waddle, um, Alvin Kamara. Who's the other receiver he has? He has Herbert. He, then he has Firemuth, who's solid. What's that other? He has another stud receiver. I forget. AJ Brown. Oh, that's right. Yeah. His team is loaded. Yeah, so, in my league that I'm in the same spot as you, I've got to play against uh, Justin Jefferson, Jalen Waddle, and A.J. Brown. Those are three receivers. Oh, God. So you're Isn't like that insane? Yeah, you're basically the same as me because yeah. Chase and, and Jefferson are kind of – yeah. So I need, a, I need a big week from David Njoku on my uh, on my season-long team. But, yeah, g- give, me the, give me the Browns here, assuming it's you know the ham and egg or a quarterback. Yeah, with you. 
Okay, next one. Next one's a good game. Saturday, Saturday night, night game. Interesting game, too. Uh, we got the Buffalo Bills at home, minus 7.5 uh, against the Dolphins, over under 42.5. So, first of all, there's absolutely no possible way I'm taking Buffalo minus 7.5 in this game. You are out of your mind if you're taking Buffalo to win that game by that many points. The way and, and Buffalo's defense has been getting better. That's one thing we do need to talk about. The, they, this was a team that lost to the Jets the first time because they couldn't stop the run. They literally they, they allowed that 98 yard drive where they just ran it the whole time with a patchwork offensive right. line in their first meeting and, and no Brees Hall for the first game. And then they went down the field um, with Michael Carter and just completely screwed the Bills over. And Allen was playing like crap. And he still doesn't look like vintage Josh Allen. The dude is pretty soon going to get seriously injured the way he runs and jumps. and I mean, he will get hurt. It's just yeah. a matter of time. Um, I hope it doesn't happen because I don't like seeing gifted elite players. But um, this matchup, though, I think Tyreek Hill is going to end up playing. Um, this is a big game, huge game for the division. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if the Dolphins went any chance at winning the AFC East, they got to win this game. It's prime time. I mean, Tyreek will have had five and a half, six days to really rest the shin and the ankle. I think he'll be good to go. Again, this is Wednesday, so I'm assuming yeah. Tyreek's good to go for this game. If he's in there, though, I mean, Buffalo's defense has playing, been playing much better the last two weeks. Against the Patriots, they completely just shut them down, pretty much shut down the Jets. Now, some of that was the weather against yeah. the Jets, but Allen played in the same conditions, and they looked yeah. okay offensively. Didn't do anything in the first half and then took off in the last two and a half quarters of that game. But when all is said and done, I think Buffalo wins this game. I don't think they win by seven and a half. I mean, the, there's a one in three chance Miami wins this game outright. Would you agree with that going into Buffalo primetime? Yeah, they already beat fair. them once. Yeah. One and three, they win this game, and and probably it's probably a sixty six percent game that they cover this. So yeah. I, I really really like uh, the Dolphins here getting seven and a half points. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, I would be a hundred percent with you. The whole like the two performance last week is the only thing that makes me nervous. Like mm-hmm. it's probably just one bad week. He probably gets back to it this week. He's still got his weapons and everything, but it, I don't like to, to see. Him and the do, Bills are getting healthier on defense. Right, and to see him do that against the, the, Char- the Chargers and- defense. Was yeah, it was a patchwork Chargers defense too. Yeah. Even worse than normal. And you're right. I mean, some of it, some of Buffalo improving is not coincidental when you consider Matt Milano is back this week, and of course Trey White yeah. is back out there locking down. So yeah, I mean they're still banked up at safety a bit, but I see what you're saying. I mean, yeah, Tua looked really bad last week, but I think I think I I just think yeah. we've seen enough from him to think it was probably a one off. Totally. It's very odd to me that the last two weeks the Dolphins cannot get Jalen Waddle anything. I think yeah. he had one catch last week, and then. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he had a single catch week before that. I don't. I, don't know. I mean, he came out injured like it's halfway crazy, through the though, game. It was like 50-50 him and Tyreek. It's just like hey, yeah. Now he, it's like now it's like eighty twenty. Yeah, it's it's like falling off a cliff. So I also I saw just uh, interesting to mention for fantasy purposes that I think Tyreek was wide receiver uh, four this week. Yeah, and uh, he didn't even get yards for that. Uh, Fumble. Yeah, and Tyreek. Er, crazy and sorry, play. Two also only have like 140 passing yards, and he managed to be. It was, you know, one thing we should probably mention is I would assume we haven't heard. Have you got an update on Jeff Wilson yet? It's Wednesday, probably not. No, I don't I'm think assuming so. Jeff Wilson's out, so that is a, a small downgrade to the Dolphins. They still That's have true. Mostert back there, yeah, as well. So, but you know, that, that's something to watch there. Um, a little bit, but I, I think the Dolphins can get this done. I like him getting seven and a half points here. I don't know. I'm kind of iffy on it. I, I like probably my best uh, pick would be teasing the Bills down, but I'll take the Dolphins at over seven. You like sure. the Bills minus one versus the Dolphins at plus fourteen? Oh, nah, I don't know. I mean, they, there's a chance. There's a decent chance they, they both, both hit. hit. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's like the the Jets. I just I think up. there's a one in three chance Miami wins this game. So I would rather take if I'm going to tease it, I'm definitely teasing the Dolphins. 
I think so too. I just don't think the the Bills do not want to lose to them twice. It screws True. Them up in a lot of ways. I mean, but the Bills didn't exact. I mean, they didn't want to lose to the Jets twice either, oh, yeah, and they sure. weren't right. that far off from. I never thought they were really going to lose that game necessarily as it went on, but it never yeah. it never felt comfortable. I had money on, with, on the lock. I, of the I week. ended up going with the uh, the Jets up to seventeen, so I was pretty okay. cozy. Oh yeah, so you were, but yeah, yeah. But they ended up both hitting, like you said. That's yeah. what we love about teasers. You yeah. can be wrong and you're still right. Sometimes. Yeah, two out of three times these NFL odds makers are are really mm-hmm. good. There's a reason the casinos hold an edge over the novice average yeah. player who doesn't know much but so usually if you're getting six points either way more times than not you're probably going to win and that's why i think i've said it on here before but that's what i like about teasers is it's like you get to bet with vegas kind of yeah exactly so you're betting that they're not wrong but especially if the line's down. moved if it opened at something and it's moved a point point and a half and then you also i mean you might get sometimes you get eight points nine points yeah absolutely Okay, back to the normally scheduled Sunday, Sunday baby. Let's go. All right. Well, you might have your wish. There's probably not going to be like 14 at noon as usual. <laughs> but uh, so we've got. It won't matter as much this week because I'll be true. in Vegas. Yeah, you can watch them all. You have the cap- the capability. But I do like them spread out more. Yeah, for sure. Okay, New Orleans Saints minus four at home versus the Falcons over a 42 and a half. So welcome to Ritter to Ritter season, right? Mm-hmm. Coming off the bye, taking over the reins for Marcus Mariota, taking over Desmond Ritter, the quarterback now for the Falcons. Um, how does that change this offense? Do you think? By the way, do you, th- do you think? I mean, it's a good question. I mean, I know that in a lot of the metrics, Marcus Mariota is near the bottom. He's not an accurate thrower. I mean, horrible. He's a decent quarterback, like because there's a lot to it. Is he though? I mean, I, you, know <laughs> I mean you know what I mean. Like there's, there's a lot of other facets besides okay, throwing the yeah. ball to being a quarterback. He's and, better and, than you and, and I. And he's a good runner. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like I'm saying that yeah no I think that. Riddle will definitely be an improvement as a thrower. I know he's really good in college. I haven't watched a ton of his film or anything. Um, the Saints are like the aren't the Saints like the not as bad as the Raiders, but kind of the NFC version of the Raiders, where they should be better than they are, and it's just yeah. embarrassing how bad they are. Yeah, I I can't take New Orleans by four. I I know it's a road team and it's his first start, and that makes me nervous, you know. But like. <laughs> I just I can't do it, man. I can't bet on the Saints to beat anybody by four right now. I don't even yeah. know. If I, I don't even think I'd take them to beat the Texans by four right now. Like it's they're just they're not good. It's crazy because like they could definitely cover this four. They with, could with ease if they just threw the ball to freaking Kamara more than once. They a won't game. do it. They yes. won't. <laughs> Why do they not throw him the damn ball? At least you trade him away so it doesn't pain you. Yeah, like I traded him to. in my season long to get yeah. Amon Ross St. Brown. That's Great the only reason trade. I'm in the playoffs yeah. right now. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. Will you explain it to me? I don't, I don't know. I don't get the it. one they did it what f- four weeks ago. He had a massive game because they came out and targeted him like ten times. Who was that against? And they smoked him. Who was that against? Was that the Rams or something? I forget who it was against. No, it wasn't the Rams, but it was somebody. And like I'm like, oh, they finally learned it, and then they went back to like targeting him twice. Mark Ingram got more receiving well, one game. <laughs> Mark Ingram's out now, so maybe he'll get three or four <laughs> targets a game. But yeah, it's, uh, it's but I don't know. I'm, I, I here's the problem. Here's the I don't touch this game. Mm-hmm. I like the Falcons, but here's the problem. We don't know what to expect from Ritter. That's exa- like it's exactly, a complete yeah. wild card. Mm-hmm. We don't, that that's what makes this kind of game. And I'm going to kind of talk about this in the sportsbook 101 later. That's what kind of makes this kind of game like just kind of stay away from it. It's it, no one's on by now. You've got a full slate. You got plenty of games to bet on. Yeah. I mean the over under is 43 and a half. I'd probably just go over if I was going to bet something in this game. Mm-hmm. Or I would just take the 4 points and and take the Falcons because Ritter you know, could be decent, and it's. And let's be real; it's not like Andy Dalton is that great That's either. A good point too, and it's not like the Saints have been great. I mean, what do you think? Do you who do you like in this? I'm kind of leaning Saints here. I don't know. It's the home Falcons are really on a downward spiral to the point that they had to put in Devin Ritter. I, he could be great. It could but, be an upgrade though. You no, know, he, he could come out there and be you know Brock Purdy or whatever, and have yeah. a great first game and beat the hell out of him. But or like what's his name uh, for the uh, Cowboys? Uh, yeah, Cooper Rush. Yeah, Cooper uh, Rush. But yeah, I don't know. The Falcons just aren't playing well. Their defense is looking good. Um, Kyle Pitts is hurt, even though he didn't do anything all season. Uh, 
Cordell Patterson doesn't even look as good as he was at the beginning of the season. No, Drake London London has like shining moments. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how he changes the offense, you know, Ritter yeah, coming in absolutely. here. Absolutely. I mean, so you like so we're both kind of you're you're Saints on this one but, on Falcons, but, but neither of us are yeah, that yeah, convincing. Yeah, I don't we agree that this is not one of the best games. Who knows? Go with your gut on yeah. this one. You yeah. know, always go with your gut. It's your own money, but we mm-hmm. we like it when you listen we'll to it. Keep your gut away say. from it completely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would just not I would just not touch this game. Okay, uh, next one. Interesting game. We've got it is. The, the New York Jets plus one at home uh, versus the Lions, forty four and a half over under. So. We've talked about it. The Lions are one of the hotter teams in the all of the NFL right now. In fact, yeah. you could argue they are the hottest. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've gotten much better. And some of that's that they're finally healthy. I mean, they've got DJ Shark back to kind of help out with St. Brown. They've finally got back. They got Jameson Swift. Williams too. Yeah, J- yeah, exactly. Caught his first touchdown. Yep, long one there. DeAndre fifty yarder. DeAndre Swift and, and Williams are quite the one two punch. You know, I think Jamal Williams is only three touchdowns away from Barry Sanders team record. That's How crazy insane. is that? To think about, and you Goff see, is you playing see a lot. The, like the graphic where they have a list of like all his touchdowns. They're just like one yard. Yeah. Is it in order? One yard, yeah. one yard, one yard, two yard, two yard, four yeah. yard, seven yard. Yeah, and that's that's variance with the NFL. There's, yeah. some, there's some PIs in there, and that's what we always talk about. Like things are variance. Like, yeah. but I mean, Goff has just turned in. Dare I say? I, I don't even want to say this out loud, but dare is Jared Goff a top ten quarterback in the NFL right now? I Might mean, be. is it just a? Career? I mean, their, their offense has been good all or year. Or is this like a career season? Like you know, Matt Ryan had a I mean, he had more than one good year. Right? Let's be honest, Matt Ryan's better than Jared Goff in his prime. But like mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying there's certain guys that have like a career year. Is this the career year, or do you think this is the new norm where he's actually good? Uh, I'll probably say career year. He's, I kind of feel he's like not, it too. he's pretty young still, but he's I don't know. He's we've seen enough of him. Is this he's, his fifth he's year? Kind of fifth or sixth year in the league? Probably, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, we, like twenty eight or nine, I think. Yeah, so this is pro- he's probably in his peak right now. To be yeah. honest with you, once you hit this point in your career as a quarterback, you're getting like Mahomes is about to enter his peak years, um, probably starting next year. Yeah, he's twenty eight. Twenty eight. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, sorry to give it on, a, on a tangent there. Back to this game. So it's essentially a picket. The line will just keep moving. It, it, you're basically just picking the winner here. The Lions at the Jets. Both teams. Lions sitting six and seven. Jets sitting seven and six. It's so hard for me to pull the trigger on the Lions because, like, I, I just know that they that they're so good like, at home, like you said. That's and, exactly what I was thinking. And like the yeah. road thing just scares me, but at the same time, I don't know. Like the the, the Lions are stopping the run now. All yeah. of a sudden, like they were the first seven eight weeks, they were historically bad. Like with the Bears there, like at the bottom, the That's Texans, another... the Browns, like the worst run defenses in the NFL. They've gotten yeah. to respectable though now. Jets are another team with a banged up quarterback. Too. That's what I was gonna say. Is how is uh, that's my next point. Is Mike White because if Mike Mike White's a good player, if yeah. a lot better than we thought, right? <laughs> that's funny that they have Zach Wilson there. They can just be like, okay, well that's, that's he's a- inactive. <laughs> we'll be active this week probably. I don't know who's gonna play quarterback for the. We're just gonna assume Mike White's probably gonna play. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with that assumption. Uh, just give me the lines in this game. Like I'm I'm trying the whole time the whole week since I saw the spread. I've been trying to talk myself out of the Lions to be honest with you because I'm like uh-huh. I just know them on the road. But honestly, it's like some of it's just like we need to get rid of like like even like when I say recency bias, even when it comes to a franchise. Like I think after a certain number of years, you start yeah. like just just like kind of pigeonholing a franchise. I think it's time that we and then the Jets are the same thing though. They both are loser franchises in recent years, but I think it's time that we just kind of understand that the Lions actually might be decent. And mm-hmm. you called it before the year more than I did. You said they were probably a 500 team, and I didn't quite agree with you. But I, you, I mean, especially if they win this game, they're seven and seven. Yeah. I mean, 
give me the Lions in this game because I think they're healthier. I think they have more weapons. I mean, the Jets have the better defense. There's no doubt about that. The Lions will have to score some points in this game because the Lions defense overall is still not good. This will be a massive spot probably for Garrett Wilson, yeah. by the way. Mm-hmm. So if you have Garrett Wilson starting with confidence this week. But what do you think? I mean, I, I like the Lions more on this, yeah, on this game. I, I'm kind of like, you seemed like you're you're leaning that way, but it's hard to pick them, especially away from home. And I'm, It's a tricky I'm, game. I'm feeling the same way. Uh, Mike White does look like he's going to play. Uh, I figure the guy. Yeah. Being, I mean, he got hammered, but I don't think he got like hurt. Hurt. It's just you know, it's so stupid. Like, come on, bro. Like, it's your life here. Like, you don't need to be manly and show your teammates that you're going to come back with, like a lacerate. Yeah. Like, you know, who knows? You know, coughing up blood and going yeah. to the ER and the ambulance when the game. It's a regular season game against Buffalo. You're already down by two scores. Yeah. Like, just, he has that locker room though. If he didn't have it, before. he does now. You're right yeah, about that. I think he did, but. Uh, but yeah, no, I'll I'll take the Vikings too. Don't love it. The Vikings, but, or, the Lions, the Lions. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, All right, yeah, I'll take the Lions too. Yeah, don't love it. Did you it. get high before the show today? Or Not what? today. Not yet. <laughs> Later. Uh, yeah, we do it too early in the day. But yeah. uh, <laughs> okay, uh, noon game with the Chiefs. We go into the Texans. Texans mm-hmm. are plus four. It's a rare noon game for the Chiefs yeah, on the I Sunday because uh, they knocked out some of them on Saturday, I guess. But uh, yeah. Texans plus 14 at home with the Chiefs coming in over under 49 and a half. So we've been talking about how this is, or I've been talking about how this is the week of underdogs. Not here. I can't take the Texans. This is just a get right spot for the Chiefs. Like, had the Chiefs come out and like took care of business and played really well last week, I mean, you could say, you know, this is a sleepwalking game for the Chiefs. Yeah. I think the Chiefs, first of all, the defense is always motivated out there. You've got a lot of guys out there playing for contracts, especially, you know, like Chris Jones, Frank Clark, like, you know, for their future. Um, They're motivated. You've got enough rookies in there. Like, the defense is always going to be motivated in the Chiefs. I don't think you have to worry about that, especially the back. I mean, you've got all these unproven guys in the secondary. Um, it's a it's a Justin Reed going back to the revenge game for Justin Reed coming mm-hmm. from the Texans and the safeties or sorry the corners are all young and what I'm saying is this defense will be motivated they're not going to go out there and sleepwalk uh, and the good thing is the offense now won't either because Mahomes will be complete he's embarrassed yeah by his by his performance last week he wasn't good really against Cincinnati the week before that um, I think he and I, I think. I'm sure he kind of probably feels the MVP that he maybe was favored. He was favored by three weeks ago, like minus 250 versus everybody else was plus something. I think now Jalen Hurts might have taken over for the lead. I I think this is the kind of game where Mahomes wants to do it right, wants to make a statement that he's fine, wants to prove it to himself and his teammates. And I think think that MVP thing, even though he might not admit it, means a lot to him. I think he comes out and absolutely torches the Texans, and I think the Chiefs' defense will be up for this. The Texans won't have Damian Pierce, who's a big part of their offense. We we don't think they're going to have Cooks. We don't think they're going to have Nico Collins, so they're Mm -hmm. throwing it to Chris Moore and Rex Burkhead. Um, I, yeah. I think the Chiefs are able to go down there and score a lot of points. Um, the over-under of 49.5, I'd, I'd, I'd still rather, honestly, I'd probably rather take the 14 for the Chiefs, but I don't hate the yeah. 49.5 going over on that either. Um, give me the Chiefs here. I, I think the Chiefs cover the 14. I'm, I'm fairly confident about this. Yeah, I was a little, you've kind of talked me into it. I was a little on the fence just because it's like, man, the Chiefs haven't been able to put people away lately. They've won closer games than they should have, but then the Texans. <laughs> and I think that Broncos game will help them like want to come out and get things right. I think yeah. they'll be more focused and more, you know, and I think they'll even kind of know that. And even the Texans last week against Dallas, they almost yeah. beat Dallas outright. I'm that, sure all these things thing that makes us take them a little bit more seriously. Too. I think all these it's, things yeah. are going to make them take it the game seriously. I, th- I think the Chiefs will come out and dominate this game. I think the Chiefs win this game by like 20. Now that uh, that Jeff Driscoll is that his name? Yeah, he he like looked okay. He's well, he tries I, to run the ball. It's pretty yeah. funny. It's cute. Yeah, yeah. But I think the Chiefs. He seemed like an improvement over either of those other goofballs. Is this game going to go up? Or will it stay around 14, 14 and a half? Juice is pretty even. Um, is it go? Is it more apt to go under 14 or over 14 at close? 
I don't know. I would. What do you think? I don't know. What side do you think the public's on? I mean, probably the Chiefs. I could. They'll probably the books will probably just keep it at fourteen because they want to yeah. keep the money out. Like fourteen and a half, like might shift the money. They probably would unless yeah. they unless it comes super heavy and the Chiefs will move it up. But I, it probably just closes at fourteen. I'm just wondering if you if you thought it was possible it goes to thirteen and a half or fourteen. I don't think it hits fifteen or thirteen. 13 I doubt it goes either of those. Yeah, but I mean, at least not a close. It is going to be hard uh, for the for Mahomes to do much for his uh, MVP candidacy against the. Texans just because it's like <laughs> it's taken with a grain of salt. It's well, like, oh, the, the, the thing Texans, is, he's but... gonna he'll get the damage done in the first no, three quarters. Right. Yeah, I don't think he'll do much in the fourth quarter, but I yeah. think I, I think he's gonna throw four touchdowns in this game. I think it's a three fifty and four touchdown type of game for him. I, like I really do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we do have our two running backs going though now, but although that was all passing yards last week, Jared McKinnon. How many great. how many weeks even into last year did we say that Hilaire sucked? And you yeah. know how many we've been talking about this for a long time. You see. Uh, playoff Damian Williams is a free agent now. Maybe he comes really? home to the Chiefs. Huh. Then we can add him to our stable of washed-up running backs uh, like Ronald Jones and Melvin, Melvin Gordon, Gordon on the practice yeah. squad. <laughs> We'd take Latavius Murray, too, but he yeah. has a starting job somehow. <laughs> yeah, somehow he's got the start. We'll take Murray. Yeah, we'll somehow end up with Le'Veon Bell here pretty yeah. soon. You know, he's, he's patient. We all know he's patient. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, uh, next we got uh, we're talk, just talking about the Eagles. We've got the Bears plus nine at home against the Eagles over under 48 and a half. Game, uh, it's a week of the underdogs, second time not here. There's absolutely no way the Bears keep this game within nine points. Give me the Eagles here. Um, the Bears' defense is just garbage yeah. ever since they traded the two players back. And it's been a while ago. I get that it's been, what, five five weeks ago, something like yeah. that? Six weeks ago since I think Quinn went. But, like, it's – the Eagles will just completely destroy the Bears here. I, I don't know. Like – I, I just I don't think there's much analysis needed here. The Eagles have been taking care of business all year. Um, I think they come out and do the same thing here. They they'll do whatever they want. They can run the ball if they want because the Bears are, you know, pretty much dead last in the NFL. Right? Like I said, down there with the yeah. Texans, down there with the Browns. You know, some of these other slapdick defenses that can't stop the run. The Seahawks. You know, it was the Lions. They've gotten a lot better. But the Bears might be the worst out of all of them. So. I mean, Hurts, Sanders, big day. And if they want to throw it, they can. I mean, like you can do anything you want. This is yeah. this is probably the worst defense in the NFL. And I predicted it before the year. I told you on the yeah. show it was the we're going to be the worst defense and then, in like the you NFL. Said, they took away two of their best players yeah, and really this, solidified that. Yeah, I just, I mean, do, you, do we think Fields can keep up enough to well, keep so, it? So Fields isn't practicing today. He's sick. Oh, he's out. He's well, sick. he'll play. So he'll probably play. But yeah, uh, if for some reason he doesn't look for this line to go up. Oh, even if he doesn't more. play, it's a yeah. lead pipe lock. But uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on the Eagles minus nine. Yeah, I, I under, can't take under the that Bears. key number ten. There's no way I can take the Bears in this game. Yeah, and I mean, I. Uh, Quick uh, shout out to Miles Sanders, real quick too, because no kidding. I mean, in years past, he's been very underwhelming. Yeah, and I mean, he's playing great this year. Well, they're finally feeding him. Yeah. I mean, he's but he and he's he's doing better in the passing game, and also he's staying and, healthy. And it helps when your team's doing well in the pass game open up. It helps the run, yeah. you know. And he's all also when your quarterback is a burner, like an yeah, RPO and stuff. They can't yeah. just like focus on. They probably rather have Miles Sanders handle the ball. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and also he's healthy. That's something mm-hmm. in the past he struggled with. It. So hopefully that continues because he's he and that offense are, are certainly fun to watch. Although this week I'm going against AJ Brown as are you. So let's let's hope it's all Devonte Smith and and Quez Watkins Quez. and. Jack Stoll, yeah. Kenneth Gainwell, you know, Hurts running the ball. Let's hope that Boston everything falls to those guys. Yeah, get Boston week. Scott in there. We love Boston Scott we on the show. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, next one, we've got the Panthers, minus two and a half at home uh, against the Steelers, over under 37 and a half. 
I'll put the over under DJ Moore getting a catch in this game at 0.2. Are you going over or under 0.2 chance of him getting a catch in this game? Is, this that, is that worse odds than like a 0.5? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's under. He's exactly. Somehow he's under the half reception. <laughs> They've created a new number just for him. Yeah. Uh, go, what was the line again? The Steelers and Panthers. Two uh, and a half. You Panthers said? minus two and a half. Yep. It's in Carolina, right? Yes. Yeah, it gets a week of the underdogs. Give me the give me the Steelers in this game. I, I know we got the Mitch Trubisky. We think he's starting, right? Yeah, I think so. Kenny Pickett's got the concussion. So probably it's the Mitch Trubisky show. That's never comfortable, but is it no. really comfortable having Sam Darnold either? Um, I still like the, the weapons the Steelers have. I still like their defense a smidge more, although the, the Panthers do have kind of an underrated unit. Mm-hmm. Um, give me the points here. It's not much. But give me the points and give me the Steelers. I I I'd take them here to win this game outright. I, I just I I just I can't buy Carolina. I just you know another team that got way worse at the deadline. Yeah, I mean they have. I mean they beat the Seahawks last week. They're looking okay. I think that's why they're getting the respect here. And then of course being at home. Well, they have a vaunted wide receiver there in DJ Moore also. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'll go with the Steelers too. I like yeah. them as an the underdog. I mean, they did lose to the Ravens, who have had trouble, but, you know. Yeah, but they lost. I mean, they lost Pickett, too. I yeah, mean, both true. teams have their backup yeah. quarterbacks on there. It is, so. I mean, it's it's hard to, yeah, to go with Mr. Trubisky, but I think you, you got to. Yeah. Well, if he didn't turn to Dan. They moved the he, the thing about Mr. Trubisky is if he could just quit the stupid interceptions. Like, mm-hmm. I know it's, you know, he probably is what he is at this point. It's not like he's a rookie anymore, but yeah. can you believe that dude was a pro bowler one year? Can you believe that crap? I don't know if I knew that. Yeah, he was. It was, was, the first it was embarrassing. Year was, I think so, yeah. Yeah, he was okay that year. but Absolutely embarrassing. Um, Let me look that up right now, what year it was. Okay. Keep going. You can keep going. All right, yeah, next one, uh, we've got the Jags at home, plus four and a half uh, against the Cowboys, over under 47 and a half. So, Mitch Trubisky, Pro Bowl. Oh, it's, oh, I put in Powerball. Mitch Trubisky Powerball is what, is what I searched on Google here. Mitch Trubisky Pro Bowl. Yep, 2018. First year. Yeah. Okay, Jack. it's in Jacksonville. It's in and Jacksonville. It's in Jacksonville plus, plus four and a half. half. Week of the underdogs. Give me the Jaguars here. I think it's a decent shot the Jaguars win this game outright. Look, this Cowboys team... We talked about them the week before this. We, 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 you know, we've been talking for a few weeks how it's a three-headed race in the NFC. It's the Cowboys, it's the 49ers, it's the Eagles. And I kind of just think Dallas just always does this crap. Early in the year, we talked about how they hadn't had that signature game. They never got all facets going. They weren't, And Dak hasn't been quite Dak this year. He's been okay. He's been fine. Yeah. Fine to good. I'm not saying he's not. I'm not saying he's bad. It just doesn't look like normal Dak. I mean, they do have quite the impressive one-two with Zeke and, and, and Pollard going right now. I think they're honestly giving a little bit too much uh, attention to Zeke right now. I mean, Pollard's the guy. Zeke's been doing he's okay, though. good. Yeah. Agree, but Zeke's making the money. You know that. That's true. He, yeah. Jerry's paying him money. Jerry doesn't want to look bad. You know how these things work. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I just think, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, I've always thought Trevor Lawrence would end up being like a, I mean, probably kind of like a Jared Goff, maybe a little better than Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. I think he ends up being like a borderline fringe top 10 quarterback, and I think he's not that far off right now. I mean, he's inconsistent at times, but he's still pretty young here. So, But I, I like the way Trevor Lawrence has been playing, especially last week. I mean, he's dropping dimes. He's able to run the ball. He's he's The offense looks good. They, they've got yeah. weapons. How about Evan Ingram putting up like 44 fantasy points last week, by the way? Oh, I know. But I mean, they've got the Jones brothers. I know they're not brothers. I'm aware, but you got Zay and Marvin out there. You got good running game with ETN and like I, Christian Kirk. Like that was a great signing. We thought it was a little overpaid at the time, but it turns out that they knew what they were doing. And, and the Jacksonville defense has been one defense we've we've spoke about this in recent weeks. They've been really bad since week six, mm-hmm. but they played a quite a pretty good game against Tennessee actually. Yeah. So long story short, it's in Jacksonville. 
I think it's a good shot Dallas wins the game. I don't think it's a lock. So go ahead and give me the four and a half points. I'll take the Jags at home, uh, keeping it keeping it close here against Dallas. You? I'm going to lean Cowboys this time. Are you? Yeah. Take okay. It. I, I just think it's a little bit of uh, regressing back to the norm. I think the Cowboys uh, played kind of a shit game last week, and the Jacksonville Jaguars had a great game. They uh, beat up on the Titans, but they did show a lot of, like, um, <clears throat> susceptibility to the run. You, you know got, the Jags still have an outside chance at one of the division? Really? Like an outside chance. Hmm. They'd have to win out. Yeah, well. And have and have the Titans lose another game or two, but well, could happen. I mean, the Titans are kinda downward right now anyway. But yeah, uh I just I just think that Trevor Lawrence isn't gonna play as well this week. It is at home, but I think the Cowboys get right here and uh they run all over the Jaguars. All right, move us right along. I like it. Okay. Uh next one, we're on to the three o'clock games. Denver Broncos, minus two and a half. Uh, at home against the Cardinals over under 36 and a half so probably both of them without the starting quarterback yeah it's going to be Rippon versus McCoy you would think right yeah. mm-hmm. honestly I'm not even being funny it could be an upgrade for the Broncos yeah <laughs> like how sad is that to say you gave up all the draft picks and took on the Russ Wilson salary and wow these, these teams are so bad give me the Cardinals here but I kind of like the Cardinals too I'm not in love with this I just, McCoy McCoy's playing pretty well I don't know I mean, they still have Hopkins, Hollywood's have, back, yeah. Connor. I mean, like the Broncos are minus Cortland Sutton. Like they just, their offense is just not. Uh, yeah, you got Jerry their Judy bumping officials and not getting ejected. By the way, How yeah, he, that is crazy. He scored all three of his touchdowns after he bumped into that ref, didn't he? Yeah, can you imagine that game would have probably the Chiefs probably would have won that game by four. Yeah, maybe yeah. not. I mean, they, they probably would have won by twenty five or thirty though had yeah. he gotten kicked out of the mm-hmm. game. Because then you're throwing to freaking Kendall Hinton, Greg Dolchich. Yeah, you know Latavius Murray in the passing game, like. Did, am I, did I misremember, or did Mike Boone come out of that game hurt too? I think you might be right. I do remember. Yeah. That. So they, yeah. I mean, they've, you know, I mean, Marlon Mack had a big play, I guess, right? That's true. Yeah. I, I just, I like the weapons here better. It's, it's basically a meaningless game for both teams. Both, I'm, well, Kingsbury is already a lame duck. I'm kind of actually surprised they haven't fired Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. And by the way, now that I'm thinking about Texas Tech, I, I feel really bad about Mike Leach passing away this week. That really hit me hard. Yeah. Um, you know, just because he was coaching Texas Tech when I was in college, so I saw his teams play in person a couple times with Kingsbury's quarterback, by the way. Um, but yeah. the air raid offense, you know, Mahomes came into it at Texas Tech, and so many coaches around the country have been kind of in that Mike Leach coaching tree. So at 61 years old with that um, heart attack was for a dude that seemed like a really good guy, salt of the earth, funny, quirky. He was a character, and he's definitely going to be missed. So just Cliff Kingsbury just made me think of Mike Leach, and that just happened. So I wanted to, um, you know, throw a little love out his way. You know, into the universe and his family on the one in ten million chance they hear about this. Yeah, we're thinking of them too. So, but yeah, in this game, I, I think I'll take the Cardinals. I don't know, like it's, it's two crap teams. Like this is one of those games. Do you really want to actually put your hard-earned money in this game at a high <laughs> level? There's nothing to play for, really. Yeah. No, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna take the Cardinals too. It looks like it might go to three. So keep yeah. an eye on that. Yeah. Might be worth waiting for. Okay. Uh, next one we've got. Uh, the Raiders. What the? Do we have to talk about the we, Raiders? Do we, the Raiders are minus one against the Patriots at home. Uh, yeah, oh, I know. I oh, saw it. Over under 44. I saw. Half. I know. <laughs> I love how you didn't think it was real. I thought you're like, wait, uh, there's no way. It just doesn't seem. Yeah, to sense. I, I mean, bro, it doesn't matter what I say. I'm going to be wrong on the Raiders. <laughs> That's true. I, I mean, I'll take the Patriots, which means the Raiders are going to so win. I, so am I. So that means the Patriots. Are <laughs> so yeah. we're both. How how long is Stevenson out for though? Uh, that's a good question. Let me check. Again, it's Wednesday. Uh, I love all these random running backs for the Patriots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we scoring touchdowns last week. Like, um, what were their names? Hang on. There was a Harris that was a different Harris. It yeah, wasn't, it wasn't Damien. It wasn't Damien. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was Kevin Harris, 
And then um, Pierre Strong Jr. are now the running backs. Like I, I, that's the one game on the slate that I didn't get to watch in full till later because mm-hmm. I was with my girlfriends. Or where was I at Monday? It doesn't really matter. I was somewhere on Monday. And I went back and, and checked it later, and I was like, who the hell are these Hammeneggers? Like, <laughs> are they making up names? Like, it's just, Are these real players? So, I mean, the latest thing I'm seeing on Ramondre right now is he's ruled out for the rest of the Monday game. So no, no updates since then. Uh, and we think Damian Harris is probably out. I don't know. I don't know that it matters that much because it's still the Raiders. Yeah. The Raiders' defense is not, like— Slapdick. It's like probably around the twentieth in the NFL. It's, it's below. It's slightly below average. So uh, the Patriots should be able to move the ball in this game. I don't suspect. You mentioned Renfro and, and Waller. I doubt they play. Or even if they do, they're not going to be effective. So I wouldn't even yeah. think about those guys. Bill Belichick. What do we all say about him? They're fighting for the playoffs. It's a, it's a really important game for them. The Raiders are out now. Yeah. What do we say about Belichick though? He always schemes out one thing. Mm-hmm. I suspect he finds a way to scheme Devonte Adams out of this game. And tries to make Josh Jacobs beat him, beat them all on his own. And the Patriots defense, run defense is good enough where I don't think he'll be able to torch them. So I just think all the things combined, I think the play here is the Patriots, which means the Raiders will win because I never get the Raiders right. Yeah, 100% with you. I think that it's crazy they're not throwing Devontae the ball more. He's just he, it's, looking amazing. He got like one there. target in the second half. Yeah. Like, and he had that crazy catch in the first well, half. Well, McDaniels is going to be fired. Yeah. He's, he's a, a Brady, or sorry, a, a Belichick. Yep. Underling, isn't he? From the tree, yep. Yeah, from the tree. So, be interesting to see him go home. Uh, yeah, I, I like the. Uh, I, I like the. I like the Patriots here. I think it's actually a pretty solid bet, I and I'll too. probably yeah. have money on it. So, you know, yeah. It's, <laughs> imagine our winning percentage if you take the Raiders out of the NFL. We oh, already figured it out. We'd only have one lock of the week loss all season without the damn Raiders. You realize that? That is insane. We'd be like twelve and one in the lock of the week this year without the freaking Raiders. Yeah, if we. <laughs> <laughs> Say we got one of those two right. Are you and if we bet on not the Raiders. Yeah, it's like every time we bet the damn Raiders, we're wrong. I'm so sick of them. I hate them. Yeah. All right, move on. I don't okay. talk about them anymore. That's like there's a lot of games this week between like teams that have taken a shift. So one, yeah. we got the uh, the Chargers here minus three at home versus the Titans over under 47 and a half. Yeah, this is another game. At first glance, I was really liking the Chargers. I don't. I think we saw it, Killian. I mean. That that's getting Mike Williams back in that offense makes such Huge, a yeah. ginormous difference. Like, first of all, it allows Keenan Allen to not be shut down. They're not mm-hmm. just fo- it makes Keenan Allen way better. Yeah, absolutely. and it gives a, just a big physical target for on the outside for for um, Herbert to get the ball to. Big playability. I mean, you mix in Eckler. I mean, that's a you know, and they still have Palmer and Everett as fringe guys. That's a damn good offense. Yeah. The problem here is their defense. But, you know, like you mentioned earlier, was Tua just that bad? Did the Chargers have a great game plan? Was it just one of those nights in the NFL? I don't know exactly. I kind of feel like the Dolphins weren't dedicated to running the football enough. You can run the football against the Chargers. Yeah. You know, one of the the worst. This should be, should be an absolute smash spot. I said it, dude. A smash spot for Derrick Henry. This should be the time where they can get him the ball. I would think Burks is probably back in this game for the Titans. That will be mm-hmm. a big addition. He's kind of like their version of Mike Williams. Not as good as Mike Williams. Maybe not that, maybe not that far behind him, though. Right. He's a very talented rookie. Um, they got their big tight end back. You know, they, they caught the touchdown the Titans did the rookie last week. So the, both teams have good weapons, and they're relatively healthy now. At first glance, I really liked the Chargers in this game. But I think you take the points here. I think you take the plus three because I think the Titans will be able to run the ball, control this game. The thing is, the Titans can be shredded on the back end. Mm-hmm. It is tough to run the ball against them. They're not going to be able to run the ball. So, But but the, the Chargers don't need to run the ball either. 
You know, because Eckler is just more of a threat in the passing game. Anyway, yeah. he's kind of like Kamara, except the yeah. Chargers actually realize it yeah. and actually throw it to him. Yeah. Because um, they're not horrible. But at the end of the day, it's not a comfortable bet because my, my initial gut was to take the Chargers, but I'll take the points. I'll take the plus three here for Tennessee just because that Chargers run defense is so bad. <clears throat> and for whatever reason, the Dolphins didn't try to really exploit that. We saw them run without a problem when they did. I, yeah. I think the Titans can move the ball. Um, enough with Henry and big plays down the field to keep um, the talented Chargers offense off the field. I think the Titans, you know, are, the over could be a great play in this game too, by the way. I, I really do not mind uh, that over. You said 47 and a half? Is yep, that? 47 and a half. Yeah, I, I don't mind the over in that game either, but okay. I'll take the points. Now let me ask you, if the Chargers went down to minus two and a half, would that change anything at all? Because it's looking that might be the way it goes. It might. It might, because this is more of a value thing to me. Mm-hmm. It's not that I have a strong take that the Chargers are going to win outright. Or, I mean, sorry, the, the, the Titans, Titans are going to win yeah. outright. I just think this is going to be a really close game, and it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be a one-score game either way. So whenever I can get a team at the plus three, the most common way you lose in overtime or in a close game is three yeah. or four. Mm-hmm. If I can get a team and there's only a one-point window there where they get screwed, I'm going to take the points. But you're right. If it goes down to two and a half or two, do I, I do I bet on the Titans in that scenario? Maybe not. Do I lean the Chargers? Possibly. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a fair question. I, this is a value play for me. You need to understand that. There's some games yeah. where I love matchups, and I really love, like, there's certain games you just take the team based on talent. But this game, to me, the talent is pretty even. They, the, the Chargers don't have a great home field, let's be, let's be honest. That's very true. And I just think the value is the plus three. So you're right. You take away that value, I'd probably be interested in the Chargers, yes. Does that make sense? Yeah, because I'm, I'm with you. That's what I was okay. thinking. Because I, I do like the Titans. I think that they're able to run against the Chargers. And I think you're right that the uh, part of the issue, especially with Tua playing as poorly as he did, um, the damn ball. was that the, yeah, they were passing too much. Um, a lot of three and outs, not many uh, not many drives going on there. But, uh, yeah, I'll take the Titans um, on the points. Under three, uh, I guess, give me the Chargers. Yeah, I think so, too. Because, like, I mean, I think It'll be it, a good game to it watch. really is. It's crazy how much – like, Keenan, Allen, Mike Williams, they're like – both really good receivers. I mean, pretty comparable as far as their skill and all that. But like, it's crazy how much better they both play when Mike Williams out there. I will say one thing too: if Burks is not back, I would definitely take the Chargers at two and a half. Yeah, I think I like Burks that. will be back in this game. Mm-hmm. But just in case he's not, yeah. we, we he's been impressive. Play. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, next one. We have four games left. Only two, three o'clock, and a Sunday and a Monday. Is that right? One, three o'clock, and this. Oh, wait, no. Oh, we only have three left. One, three o'clock, Sad. Sunday, Monday. All right, last three o'clock All is right. the Buccaneers at home plus three and a half against the Bengals over under 43 and a half. I've been, there's absolutely, I've been saying take the underdogs. There's absolutely no possible way I'm no, taking the yeah, Buccaneers. I'm, I'm in this all game. over the Bucks. The Buccaneers are all over the Bengals. Sorry. The Bucks are done. They yeah. are done. Yeah. Like if they weren't in the, in, in the NFC South, what would their record be if they weren't in the NFC South? They'd have like four wins. Yeah, I don't know. They are bad, dude. Mm-hmm. The defense is not good. I mean, you saw Brock Purdy freaking torch them. Brock freaking Purdy just torched them. Mm-hmm. We saw the Chiefs torch them. Any decent offense, they feast on these slapdick offenses. You yeah. put them up, you go look through their through their uh, schedule. These good, talented offenses, and, and, and I don't even know. I mean, the Niners have the weapons. I mean, but they had Purdy. But it doesn't matter. The Bengals have weapons for days. Now, it's Wednesday, so we don't know for sure is Higgins playing, Boyd playing. I think I saw Boyd's probably out. Did I see that? Or did... I don't know. They, I mean, they both left the game, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Let's just assume one of them plays. Is that fair? Yeah, it's pretty fair. So they probably have Jamar Chase plus one of them. They have the two stud running. Well, stud's a little strong. But they have two talented running backs You know, with mm-hmm. uh, with Mixon and uh, P. Ryan. 
Uh, I don't know if Hayden Hurst is going to play in this one with a calf injury. Don't know that it matters that much. The Bengals have Burrow as a massive edge at this point of his career over Brady. The Bengals, I just, the Bucks will score some because they'll just dink and dunk with their running backs. Brady cannot throw the ball down the field. Like, you understand that, right? If it's more than 35 yards, he can't do it. It's like the ball is going to be in the air like a rainbow. Mm-hmm. He's going to underthrow guys. Like, and that's a lot of Mike Evans's problem is people are just jamming him up. They're not giving him the space anymore. They're not, and they're just they're just. I mean, Brady can't make him pay. He can't throw over the top. Mm-hmm. You know, that's so, been great for Goblin because he's kind of the underneath guy. Yeah, Goblin's been getting a lot, but yeah. even he's just like twelve points. No, a but week. that's exactly because he'll he's get, a, he's he'll a get like guy. seven catches, but for like forty yards. <laughs> yeah, it's like because they can't do anything. Yeah. The guys that you won that offense are Rashad White and Leonard Fournette. Yeah, for real. But no, I, there's no way I can. I, is that going to go to three? Do we think? Because if that goes to three, I'm Ju- in love with Juice it. Juice is even. That's what I was going to say. Is I, I like it under three or three and under a, a lot. But oh, I, yeah. I would I would play it up to like that's boring. Five that's or something. if it was three, it'd probably be my lock of the week. Yeah, yeah. No, like it's not my lock of the week. But was, no, like like you said, I think that. But as, I love this game as far as weapons go. Even if the Bengals are a little bit uh, hurt. It's very similar to the 49ers. The defense isn't quite as good, but yeah. I mean, the 49ers blew them out. I mean, I think that the I, Bengals should. I think it should win by the touchdown. Bengals' offense should put up 30 points here. Yeah, agreed. Do you think Tom Brady is going to score 27 points against the uh, the Bengals? Probably not. Probably yeah. not. Unless Burrow gives them a whole bunch of short fields or they muff punts or, you know, yeah. defensive touchdown here or there, you know. Mm-hmm. No, I, I really, this is one of my favorite games of the week. I'm going to be watching that while I'm in Vegas. The instant of that game, if it does hit three, I'm locking it in. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be shopping that value all week. So I encourage you to do the same in the FanDuel Sportsbook. Nice. Okay. Two games left, baby. Yep. Sunday night game. Commanders at home. Minus four and a half uh, versus the Giants. Over under 40 and a half. <sighs> I don't know what I want to do. Didn't this game? This is the game that just tied two weeks ago, right? Yes. That's what I thought. I was like, wait a minute. These teams just played. These Which are the I, two. I want to say the commanders were favored by about that much in that one, too. I, th- I thought it was like two and a half. It might have been a little less, yeah. But where's the game at again? This the, one's. I have in, not looked it, at this. This one's in DC. These are the two games I have not studied much yet, by the way. I went through I went through the. It's only Wednesday. I went through the main slate and the Saturday and Thursday. But these two. So it's in DC and it's four and a half, you said, for the commanders. Yeah. Favored by four and a half. Yes, it's looking like the juice is on the Giants, though, so it might go back down to four. Yeah, I'm taking the points here. I mean, the Commanders, by the oh, way, wait, are like right there. You know, you realize they have like a 60% chance of making the playoffs, the Commanders? I mean, the record's pretty good after the way yeah, they started. the defense ain't no joke. Like yeah. It's the same analysis we gave you a couple of weeks ago. It's going to be tough for Saquon Barkley to run the ball. Is he healthy? You know, the neck problems. We're not even sure if he was going to play until kickoff. Is he playing in this game? Probably. The Giants need a win here. It's a huge division game. But in these divisional games and the second time around, you typically want the unders the second time division teams play. And and I just I, I like the, the four points. It's just to me, it's too many. I think Danny Dimes can use his legs. Who knows who the hell they're going to have catching the ball? They're so depleted. Um, who knows how if Saquon can go? I'm assuming he will. Um, I I just think the Giants are well coached and tough enough, and they embody Judge. And I just give me the points here. Give me the Giants. This is not going to be the sexiest game to watch. I, th- I think the unders is a good play here, too. I like the under here a lot. Yeah, I, I kind of like the four and a half um, just because they did tie and everything. But uh, I don't know. I don't see this game I, shooting I out to you. Game. Probably not. No, I mean, the, the, the people aren't there for it, probably. Yeah, they don't have the weapons and the quarterbacks. And yeah, and I mean, Taylor Heineke, he puts up like good games, but he never has like crazy passing numbers, I feel like. And the, the, the commander's defense is no joke. It's a pretty yeah, good. No, it's absolutely. pretty good unit. Even, even the Giants is league average. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they're fine. Middle of the pack. Yeah. So give me the points here. I'm glad yeah, we agree on that I'll one. I'll take the points. 
Uh, okay, Monday night game. Uh, I don't want to think about Monday because I'll be leaving to come home. <laughs> my my dream vacation will be over, and I'll have to wait another. But you'll have three months to go back there again. Thousands of dollars stuff in your suitcase. That's so. right. There you go. That's right. All right. And I, and I won't be backing up into someone's car going to place a bet. That's true. Yeah, because I won't have a car. Yeah. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> it's Uber, Too soon. It's not your fault. Yeah. So okay. Uh, last game Monday game we've got uh the Packers at home minus six and a half versus the Rams over under thirty nine and a half. I can't. I just cannot take the Packers by six and a half in this game. But I also don't want to tease saying, it. Like this. I don't really want to tease it because I just. I don't trust either of these two teams. <laughs> Do you trust either of these two no, teams? No, because I mean, this could be—I mean, this could be the beginning of Baker Mayfield actually being okay. And it's like, yeah. oh, he just had terrible coaches hampering him all this time. I mean, the yeah. Packers are still a little hurt. They're still—they're not good. No, there's—I mean, I just think you take the points here. Yeah. Like if I was going to tease it, I would take the Packers. Just because I think they probably win, and I do think it's possible that Mayfield turns into Carolina Mayfield and turns the ball over three yeah. times, and the Packers, you know, Aaron Jones goes nuts, or Dylan's finally playing really well. There, yeah. the Packers have a bye; they've had a bye, so you know they're healthy. You have both does Lazard a, and does Watson. a bye week for Aaron Rodgers give you confidence though? I, I feel know. like what was he, he doing? Was probably what was cons- he doing? <laughs> probably on conspiracy theory podcasts yeah, or you know doing ayahuasca in a yeah in a teepee in South America. <laughs> Ignore yeah or ignoring his family you know oh, well, that, I don't for know for sure that one. Um, yeah, there's there's absolutely no way I am I am taking the freaking pa- the Packers at six and a half. How could you? Right? Are you or, yeah, or are you I, on the Packers? I don't, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to touch this game. Uh, Take the points, bro. I get yeah. I guess so. Like I mean, it's still it's still a Sean McVay coach team that the last couple of weeks has looked okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, they it's, haven't it's been that in, bad. It's in Green Bay. Considering all thing. the injuries they have, is Allen Robinson back for this game or not? Uh, I think he's been on IR. I don't think he's. Coming. Oh, he's getting yeah. on IR. Oh, yeah. I thought I thought okay. I didn't see they put him on IR officially. And I, I did see today also that McVay basically said uh, Cup's not going to play again this year. Well, which, yeah, we no knew surprise. That. I mean, there's nothing to play for. There's nothing to play for. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, got. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I'll take the points. I'll ride with you. I. Uh, I don't know. There's, it's it could just, go so many ways. I just don't see how you take Green Bay on yeah. this. How are you laying six and a half on this matchup? I don't know. I mean, well, who have they been stomped lately by? <laughs> who, Green Bay? No, uh, the Rams. I mean, last week they won, obviously. Well, I mean, they didn't have a quarterback for That's like two true. weeks. I mean, Wolford is a lot better than what's his bucket Perkins that they were putting yeah, out there. Yeah, no, and I'm looking back. I mean, we beat him by 16, but, you know. That was a Perkins. Yeah, and then the week before the uh, the Saints beat him by seven. I think yeah, that might have they been played top there. Yeah. A uh, week before that, they lost by 10 to the Cardinals. That's the game that Cup got hurt in, I believe. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think you're right. So I think Stafford played in that game. And then the one before that lost by three to the Bucks. So, yeah. I mean, they're not getting blown out, really. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah. They've lost a couple by 10, but I don't know if they'll do that here. Would you Would you dare put the Packers in a teaser? I don't know. <laughs> do you have enough balls in the Packers to just win the game outright or on a money line parlay? I don't know. So that's one where I almost would rather tease it the other direction at that point, which maybe means I should just take the Rams if I were going to do it. Yeah. You've got to take the 13 or 14. Yeah, because I don't think they get blown out that bad. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Every single game against the spread. I think I picked probably more um, underdogs than I normally do this week. Yeah. Um, I'm a guy that generally likes to usually either in real life, I either bet on favorites or I stay away mm-hmm. is my general rule. But I'll be betting a lot of underdogs this week. You got to take what the slate gives you. And that's what it looks like um, this week on that slate. OK, Sportsbook 101. Let's do a little lesson here right now before we get to our lock of the week. And, and I head, head to the airport and head to Vegas. 
Um, so I, I kind of just want to talk about we, we've talked about it a little bit in this pod. This is the time of the year I called it the retirement portion of the season where teams have put their work in and they're kind of at the end and they're working towards the end of the year, working towards next year, depending on where you're at. Some teams are playing for something, some aren't. Um, I think it's very important this time of the year to start paying attention to injuries, to new starters like your Desmond Ritter, mm-hmm. um, and motivation. I think is a lot of it, right? I think they're like, like for example, like I mentioned earlier about the Chiefs. Normally, I wouldn't love taking a team that's playing the worst team in the NFL, arguably, and they're, you know, a, a fourteen point favorite or seventeen or whatever it is. I, you know, like for last week, I told you I'd, I would take the Texans against Dallas. We both did. We both had the Texans, and they covered easily mm-hmm. because we kind of figured part of that was, you know, that's a lot of points in the NFL, yes, and Dallas yeah. doesn't doesn't really care. They, you know, they're going to come out there. They know they're going to win the game, and it, it turns out they barely won the game. But like. This week, the Chiefs are going to be motivated to, to cover the 14. There's there's nobody on this team that's going to be complacent. They, they, they don't have the one seed wrapped up, so they're, they're, they want that one seed. They've been playing like crap the last two weeks. They want to come out and make a statement. Um, you've got a, a key member of your defense going back in a revenge game. You've got a whole bunch of rookies. you got guys playing for contracts. The defense will be motivated, and that's all I need to know because if, as long as the defense is motivated, I know Mahomes is going to want to go out there after his last couple of weeks, and the offense is Kelsey as well, really get things going. Um, and get back in the MVP candidate, just get some confidence, get a nice win, pad the stats. So like, that's like, that's what I mean by like motivation and stuff. There's like certain, you just kind of have to look at certain situations like that. You have to pay attention to injuries. And one other thing we should say this time of year is the weather, right? Mm -hmm. And we talk about that a lot. We're getting to that point now. Uh, snow, we've seen a couple of them so far, but you know, we one got moved to Detroit for safety. The first time ever someone's gone to Detroit for safety. <laughs> but, um, you know, we're seeing blizzards sometimes. We're seeing, I haven't seen blizzards except for that one, but we're seeing snow. We're seeing a lot more rain, sleet, and the wind. We always talk about that. I've read studies about this. The wind is more important, actually, surprisingly, than the, than the moisture is. When you see a sustained wind 20 or above, that's when it starts really affecting the passing game. And once it hits 30 plus sustained, forget about it. You're not passing the game with any kind or not passing the ball. kicking a field goal. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, when you see 10 to 15 miles an hour, don't worry about it. They're used to playing in that their whole lives. But really pay attention to the wind. So this is just the time of year that I want you to really pay attention to things like that. Like, you can't just look. It's not as easy as just looking how somebody is against the run. That's part of it. But you can't just only look at that. you got to look at a lot of other things. How healthy is a team? Who are they getting back? What do they have to play for? Um, what's the weather like? All sorts of things like that. So I just think it's a, it's a unique time of the year when you get to those last the last month. We're in the stretch run now, right? Mm-hmm. So this is a very important part of the year. you have anything to add to that? I mean, not a whole lot. Just the more you know about the players, the situations they're in, the better. I mean, there's a million factors at play, and of course, we're not going to know most of them as betters. I mean, the quarterback could have, you know, had a fight with his wife before the game, and he's a little bit off or something. There's a million things we can't know, but the more you do know, the more uh, points of data you have, the better. And so, just just pay attention. Quarterback might have been with the massage artist before the game. Cleveland. Yeah, (laughs) it's like like the sandwich artist at Subway. (laughs) Don't they call artists? I don't know. I mean, masseuse, (laughs) therapist, massage. Yeah, Yeah. something like that. All right, all right. My favorite time of the show. Are you ready to get into the lock of the week? Let's do it. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's make you some money on FanDuel with Dave O's lock of the week. 
Are you ready to keep making money? Week 15 of the NFL and daddy is woo, hot. How about 40 wins, 20 losses on the lock of the week. That's 67% rounded up with FanDuel Sportsbook. NFL Week 15, I have got another lock this week that I love so much. We're betting on one team this week. No teaser like last week. And Killian, the guy on the camera right now, got to ask you a question. Your girlfriend, okay? Would you rather see her in a thong bikini or a winter parka? Which one sounds better to you? That's a, I mean, that's a tough one. It's not a tough one. The answer is thong bikini. Quit trying to be politically correct. The Miami Dolphins, we're going to be taking them this week. Are you kidding me? They're getting seven and a half points at Buffalo. Come on. I know Tyreek's a little banged up. I know the Dolphins didn't look good against the Chargers. They come back here. There's about a 40% chance they win this game outright. Give me seven and a half points. Sign me up. Dolphins plus seven and a half are lock of the week. Let's go! Jillian, I can't believe, by the way, I'm going to tell your girlfriend that you said you don't know if you'd rather see her in a thong bikini well, or a parka. Well, the final answer is parka now, you know. What? what? She's a beautiful personality. <laughs> Whatever. Your girlfriend's a smoke show. Sure. You and well, I both you. know thank it. You, thank you. Oh, goodness gracious. Well, that wraps up this edition of the KC Press Box. we got to ask you, though, do you have... What would your lock of the week be? I like to ask you these questions now. You know what I'm going to do while during the last couple minutes of the show? While you, you give me your lock, you I'm going to eat a banana for the first time ever. Look, I'm unpeeling it as we speak. And I actually take the banana out of the peel and yeah, put the whole thing in my hand. You do. People think it's weird, but I, I like it. I think I'm going to eat it right first bite. Mm. Go ahead and tell me your lock of the week while we do that. Yeah, assuming that both of uh, the Baltimore quarterbacks are out, I'm actually really liking Cleveland uh, at minus two and a half. Really? Yeah. At home, I think Deshaun is improving. I, th- I don't think he's Mr. Elite anymore, but he's going to get back into that more like normal range of quarterbacks. Okay. I, and he, uh, as dumb as it sounds, having Njoko is a big deal, too. Yeah, absolutely. Helps out Cooper, assuming yeah, he's Cooper, good to go. Cooper's people's. good to go, I think, and Peoples-Jones, of course, will be there. Now, what are your thoughts? Are you with me that um, Cincinnati is one of the best plays of the week, too? Cincinnati? Against Tampa? Oh, yes. I, I was thinking about your lock. But, yeah, no, I like that one a lot, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. That one's up there, too. I was just scrolling through, but... Yeah, that's. Is that your second, or is there another one you like? I think that's probably number two. Okay, one last question for you. What's the teaser of the week? If you had to give the people a teaser of the week, are you putting the Chiefs in that? Are you going with the Eagles against the Bears? Are you teasing up, you know, I don't know, somebody else? I mean, if Hunley ends up playing, are you teasing up the, you know, getting the nine points or ten points on the Ravens side? What are you doing with teaser this week? Okay, uh, I think. The I, Packers game? There's a lot of games. Yeah, I think I like the Chiefs down to, like, I seven, usually do a seven-point yeah. teaser. So down to seven. Um, we'll take the Dolphins up to 14-and-a-half. Ooh, I like that. And Eagles against the Bears? Yeah, I do like the Eagles, too. I'll take that one down to minus two. I like your heads out of that Dolphins. That's a good solid bet. Get them up to 14 and a half. Yeah. Teasers have been really good to me. I, I missed one this week, but I always throw two or three, and so I hit two or three this week. Yeah. Teasers are a good thing to Freaking do. Freaking Vikings. Can't cover <laughs> plus eight and a half. <laughs> Vikings, and then for me, it's DJ Moore and the Raiders. Yeah. It's the two people I hate right now, but... Well, um, I'll be in Vegas. Give me some. Give me a little pep talk. Give me a final uh, advice here for my Vegas trip. I want to hear your thoughts. My thoughts? Oh, yeah. I don't know. You're the strategy guy, but no, I... I, don't, I, don't I need a pep talk. I need you to tell me I'm going to do good. I told you, you're going to come back with thousands of dollars in the in the suitcase. All right. And you'll have a car that you can pay for. <laughs> to yeah. Get. 
Yeah, I'll pay for the rental. I'm picking up a rental right when I get back. So there you go. If you see a guy driving a Nissan Versa around town, it's probably not Dave Odds, but you know, it could be. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Well, thanks so much, the FanDuel Sportsbook Casey Press Box. We'll be back. We'll be back what next Thursday for the. Uh, yes, for the it's nuts that there's a freaking slate on Christmas Eve and Christmas and the New Year's Eve and New Year's. We're excited though. Yeah, it worked out good for us. Yeah. So we're, well, this sat- I'm I'm excited for this Saturday. So enjoy your Saturday yeah. football. Uh, good luck to those that are in the fantasy football playoffs. By the way, we did not do it. Uh, fantasy football start sits this week just because there are no more there's no buys so you're starting your studs right now right maybe maybe your flex is one of those who do i start here but you shouldn't mm-hmm. have too many questions go with your studs um and maybe if you're fringe guys go with the better matchup but yeah you're going with your studs good luck in your uh in the daily contests and and your season longs and all that good stuff and we will talk to you soon take care all right we are out powered by fanduel it's the kc press box with davo and killian white